Freaks, it's Friday, December 22nd, 2023. Coming up on the program today, vacuuming up your lower lady lips. Plus, getting off to the wheezing sounds of an SSBBW trying to walk. A police officer blew his load in someone's water bottle just to watch him drink it. And disarming a shit grenade. It was the night before Christmas, and Santa had a boner. He wanted a whore, so he picked up his cell and phoned her. He licked, fingered, and plowed the wet bacon hole, and the cracked-out whore rode Santa's stiff, veiny meat pole. When all of a sudden there arose such a clatter, it was Mrs. Claus, and Jesus Christ did she get fatter. You cheating son of a bitch, she screamed. The whore just laughed as Santa's ass was reamed. I can explain, Santa shouted. Yeah, we're just friends, said the whore as she dismounted. Santa groveled, cried, and pleaded, I love you, honey. Mrs. Claus just laughed and said, Yeah, well, I've been fucking the Easter Bunny. The divorce was messy, and Santa lost it all. He even gave up the elves during that frightful legal brawl. Santa couldn't do it alone, so Christmas was no more. But the elves had it worse, for they were prisoners of war. Kids were pissed without toys under their trees. Those fucking cunturds learned the hard way that in life there are no guarantees. Fat and broke, Santa turned to booze. Why the fuck not? He had nothing else to lose. He took long, strained pisses in the middle of the streets and rolled weed with thrown-out paper receipts. Getting high all day, he was quite the pathetic display. Then one night, he had an idea while lying in a ditch. I'll stop feeling sorry for myself when I kill that bitch. So he hitched a ride back to the North Pole to kill the cunt who broke his soul. Mrs. Claus was fast asleep in her king-size waterbed and was promptly shot dead with a bullet to her head. The sound of happy clops came from the battered reindeer and the bruised little elves were merry with cheer. Mrs. Claus was a sexual tyrant, you see, and made all of Santa's beloved friends her detainees. Whipped and beaten, she was an S&M demon. Her face would turn red when her urges would come upon. No elf could escape the wrath of her strap-on. When the elves heard the gun that caused the hag's brain to splatter, they knew they'd never again be forced to eat fecal matter. Santa and helpers were once again reunited. Christmas returned and the children were delighted. So ends this tale of the most holy of nights. Yet no mention of Jesus. That was a slight oversight. Like kids give a shit about a baby and some wise men. They just want new toys every year again and again. Yeah, you may have gotten stuck with a deadbeat dad, but mom will feel guilty and buy you an Apple iPad. Christmas isn't about Christ, don't you see? It's about getting as much expensive stuff as you can for free. Now lay the fuck down or Krampus will drag you to hell. With that parting thought, good night and sleep well. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Hot dog and jumbo will not be seen this morning so that we may bring you the following. Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE. Where did I park my car? Oh, no. Please, no confessions involving children. Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. It's also the last program before Christmas. As soon as I wrap things up here, I'm going to be heading up to Ashtabula to visit family. Even though I'll be back uh, next week doing shows, it kind of feels like the end of the year. So I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you guys so much for another great year. 
uh, you know, I'm still able to do this show for a living thanks to you. And uh, the really exciting thing is in 2024, Distorted View Daily will be turning 20. Been doing this podcast for two decades. I can't believe it. I started dicking around with Distorted View in December of 1997. Started as a, a streaming internet radio show using the real player. At one point, it was called Real Player. Before, it was called Real Audio, right? A real crappy piece of software. But that's all we had back then in the 90s. Anyway, uh, through those early years, DV really wasn't that successful. Started doing a daily show on a 1-800-telephone service, which just sounds crazy, and it was. But, you know, several hundred people a day started listening that way. And then it just kept growing. But then that fizzled out. After a couple of years, I think the service kicked me off because of my racy content. And I know I've probably told the story many times, but I was driving in my car in 2004 and I, for some reason, I had NPR on. I don't know if someone was in the car with me and I was trying to come off as intelligent because normally when driving around town, I'd have like a jerky boys CD in the car. I'd be listening to uh, prank phone calls or, you know, towed the wet sprocket or something. Anyway, NPR was running this story on podcasting, and it it was really the first time I had ever heard about it. And everything said in this news piece or story or whatever made total sense for a distorted view. People can do this stuff on their own. They can host it themselves. You're not really relying on anyone else. Most importantly, it was taking advantage of um, the uh, success of the MP3 players. Finally, this goddamn audio was portable, which is the real problem up until that point, right? I I had, I was literally making people use their landlines back when people had telephones, you know, coming out of the walls. That's how you'd have to listen to DV. You'd have to call a phone number. You couldn't listen to it in your car or on the go, right? But now because of podcasting, it was a thing, iPods and all that shit, right? Anyway, as I was sitting in my car listening to this NPR story, There was like a mixture of a couple emotions going through my head or body or wherever emotions are supposed to emanate from. I was leaking emotions out. It comes out in sweat, right? I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But at that point in 2004, I had pretty much given up on this idea of uh, Distorted View as a like radio show. It was done. I put it behind me. I was uh, mostly like where I still had the website and I was like doing like these stupid short comedic films or videos or whatever. I was just getting my feet wet with that. But when I heard that NPR piece, part of me knew like, oh, God, well, this is I'm going to do it. Let's try this again. But I didn't act right away. I did kind of go back and forth. I'm like, really, do I really want to commit to another fucking daily grind? Keep in mind, back then, the show was only five minutes long. You uh, you really have to know how lazy I am to appreciate the mental turmoil I went through. Should, do I really want to do this? Dedicate five minutes of my life every day to a show. Anyway, obviously, I uh, went ahead with it. We started the podcast in December of 2004. And honestly, it was successful pretty quickly. I mean, obviously, I don't I didn't have as many listeners as I do now, but for for 2004, just starting a new podcast for me. Every time I looked at the stats and saw the rankings of where DV, there used to be this this website called Podcast Alley. 
and people could vote on their favorite shows of the of the week or month or whatever. And uh, Distorted View started slowly appearing in those things, right? So I kept getting like little encouragement here and there, and it kept me going. And then DV won some podcast award thing in 2005. I don't even know how important or legit uh, the awards are, but I've got three of them. Uh, I don't know what they're called. People's Podcast Awards, you know, and so stuff like that kept building up. And then I was able to start the sideshow and then we were off and running. Anyway, most of you have heard that story a gazillion times, so I apologize. But, you know, it's a momentous occasion. We're getting ready to start our 20th year. Actually, technically, uh, we won't hit 20 years until December of 2024, but it's officially less than a year away Anyway, this is a very long-winded way of saying thank you guys so much, especially you longtime listeners of the program. I don't know if there's any people who have been with me since the beginning. I'm sure there are, but you just listening to the show helped push me to continue doing it. And now look at us. I'm old and wildly successful, podcasting from my chateau in the Alps, draped in gold velvet, sipping on Dom Perignon, setting fire to Bugattis as I record this shit. That's how I celebrate the end of every episode. You don't know that? I just set fire to very, very expensive cars. I like the smell of burning rubber. To me, it's an aphrodisiac. Someone once asked me, uh, Tim, if, if it's all about the smell of burning rubber, why don't you just burn the tires? Why are you actually torching an entire vehicle, let alone an extremely expensive vehicle like a Bugatti? You know what I said to that person? Nothing. I set him on fire, too. No one questions Tim Henson, podcasting baron. By the way, I ended up learning that I also enjoy the smell of burning flesh. As I just mentioned uh, a moment or two ago, uh, technically our anniversary isn't until December of 2024, and that's a ways away. I could still croak at any moment. Will the Grim Reaper finally catch up with me in 2024? Keep listening to Distorted View Daily and find out. Has anyone started that Tim Henson death pool yet? Anyway, I have said my piece. Thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to DV. Can't do it without you. Oh, real quick, before we actually get into uh, real content, I was at Target yesterday with Lord Douche looking for winter spiced planters peanuts. Don't ask. It's a whole fucking thing. Lord Douche loves the holiday planters nuts. And every year you can only find them in one store. It's ridiculous. I don't know why they do this. Like it's some real special thing. Planters is like, all right, which chain wants the exclusive this year? Sometimes it's only available at Walmart. This year it's Target. It's like a wild goose chase. You go to Target, you know, I use the app and it said, all right, there are eight canisters of this uh, particular nut mix the the winter spice mix and then there's also eight of the uh, holiday brittle mix which is <laughs> which is another planters mix holiday mix and lord douche loves those things right so all right so uh, they're both in aisle g22 well guess what there's no fucking g22 at target there's g it goes from g20 <laughs> and then the next aisle is g26 and you're like what like why is everything such a like a, a hassle right so we had to like track down an employee and I'm like, what, what, what is this? Where is this magical, mystical hidden aisle? And he's like, oh, it's an end cap. So he took us to where the nuts should be. They're not there. And then he's like, oh yeah, our inventory tracking is all messed up. It's either in the back and we haven't unboxed them yet or someone like bought the nuts today and the tracking just hasn't updated. 
nothing ever works as it should. Anyway, that really has nothing to do with what I wanted to mention to you guys. It's just annoying, you know, the fucking nuts. Lord Douche taking me on these stupid trips, right? But then he was like, oh, I want to look at um, housewares because I want to see if there's an air fryer rack for our oven. I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold the fuck up. Did you just did you just utter the words air fryer and oven? What the hell, man? We just purchased like 12 air fryers. We've been buying them and returning them and buying them. Just this past weekend, we we finally unboxed one, plugged it, washed it, plugged it in, and we cooked up some delicious taquitos. Remember when I mentioned the taquitos? Did you forget about the taquitos, Lord Douche? We don't need to use an oven air fryer. I was losing my mind. Yes, technically our oven can air fry, but we, we, we've already gone over this. We were like, why should we have to preheat this big fucking honking oven when we can do it much quicker in a dedicated air fryer? Da, 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 da. I mean, you know the whole spiel, right? Then he told me that the air fryer we purchased produces smells. And I nearly set him on fire because, <laughs> you know, I love the smell of flesh. I'm like, what? We, I, I specifically asked you if the smell was, was bothering you that much and you said no. Do you just want to buy something? Do you just have money burning a hole in your pocket? Is that why you want this thing for the oven? Or is it you're, you're trying to drive me insane? You're trying to hurt me. Is that what you're trying to do? Because it's working. To be honest, I don't I don't think I ever got a straight answer about what he wants to cook in the oven air fryer as opposed to the uh, new little air fryer. He did say, and I about had a meltdown at Target when he said this. He said, well, I'm more interested in the smokeless grill aspect of the air fryer unit that we bought. You know, the air fryer that we ended up purchasing um, was one of those multi-use units. It's a smokeless grill, a dehydrator, an air fryer, and I think you can also bake in it or something. And now he's telling me he doesn't even want the unit to, to be an air fryer, even though that's what we used it for when we made the taquitos. Guys, if you recall, this all started back uh, on Black Friday. We uh, Before that time, the word air fryer had never even entered our vernacular. It just so happened, Lord Douche and I were at Macy's. I'm sh- I talked about this on the show. You can go back and listen, right? <laughs> this has been recorded. I've got the proof. I've got the receipts, motherfucker. We weren't even looking to buy an air fryer. We just happened to be at Macy's and we saw a Black Friday deal against some dumb air fryer for 20 bucks. Now, a month later, we're nowhere near this saga ending. It truly is the Butterbell situation all over again, but like 10 times worse. Ah! All right, there's your Lord Douche update. Your final Lord Douche update probably for the year. Hopefully that'll be the last air fryer update too. I'm going to stick my head in the air fryer is what I'm going to do. Please, someone put me out of my misery. Let's get into some audio now. You may remember earlier in the week, I played that old clip of the African pastor talking about pussy. Your pussy! Bring the camera, son. Bring the camera. All the young girls who want to make life with pussy, your pussy will perish with you in hell. Yeah, when we talked about it on the podcast, I remarked, I can't believe no one on the internet has uh, made a remix featuring this audio. Seems like it would be perfect fodder. Well, 
da 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 freaks to the rescue uh db listener great big pete says uh hey i made a pussy parish song out of that pastor because you said the internet needs it merry christmas without further ado here is great big pete's attempt at a pussy parish remix That's all I wanted from the internet. Of course, I had to turn to my freaks. Thank you so much, Great Big Pete. That was amazing. Real quick, before we move away from music, I wanted to share with you two more pieces of holiday tunes that you might want to add to your mix. I know a lot of you freaks out there are huge fans of John Liska. Well, he's done some Christmas songs this year, including Frosty the Snowman. Frosty Snowman. It's Frosty the Snowman. I don't know why he leaves out words like that. Also kind of perplexing is that although John Liska is (laughs) singing Frosty the Snowman, there's no Christmas decorations going on in his house. Now, he's wearing a Christmas sweater. But on his walls, the sole decoration he's got is a skeleton hanging, which is very odd. It's definitely a John Liska tune we're listening to. The other song I wanted to share with you from John is interesting because it's a duet. Apparently, he uses an app where you can sing along with other people who have uh, sang the same song. Uh, Here he tries his hand at Oh Holy Night. Oh Holy Night. Um, The stars are brightly shining. I don't want to be mean here, but... I feel like uh, you're out of your league. I don't know why John Liska chose this person to duet with. His singing is going to stick out like a sore, misshapen, crippled thumb. John comes in here uh, about a minute into the song. It actually kind of works. It's like a ghost. Uh, are you haunting someone? Oh, that was nice. Now is John's time to shine. He's going to take the next verse. He's going to take it and he's going to mangle it. Let's see how many words he leaves out. Other, and all 
Holy shit. Let me just uh, listen to them harmonize once again, and then we'll move on. mention by the way beautiful job john um the algorithm never fails while watching this video on youtube of john doing his duet i was recommended a another youtube video with similar content boy is it similar here is a uh man doing a cover of goodbye yellow brick road the sarah Borales cover Ooh, why Christ. So this guy's doing a cover of the Sarah Morales cover of an Elton John song. Goodbye, yellow is he foreign maybe i'm not trying to give this guy a pass i'm just trying to um get an explanation for why he sounds like this oh here's a song by train remember that song that was on the radio non-stop drops of jupiter <laughs> uh he tries his hand at that now she's back in the atmosphere with drops of jupiter in her head okay I see where he's going with this. Acts like summer and walks like rain. Reminds me that there's time to change. <laughs> Let me just fast forward to the chorus. Tell me, did the wind sweep you off your feet? Did you finally get the chance to dance? Love, lot of things. That's back to the Milky Way. Tell me, did Venus blow your mind? Wasn't everything you wanted to find And did you miss me While you were looking for yourself Out there Well, it sounds like he's putting his heart into the performance I'll give him that Uh, Let's just move on from music altogether Oh, Efop posted a great new compilation This is the Worst of OnlyFans Part 9 A lot of short little clips I urge you all to check out efuck.com But just to give you a little sample Here's a woman using a vacuum on her pussy lips That's what that sounds like Also, Efucked introduces us to Massively Sweet, a BB. I'm sorry, an SSBBW. She is supersized. She's one of the largest women I've ever seen. Hey guys, it's me, Massively Sweet, of course. And today, I'm kind of horny. Oh, goody. As you can see, I have a, a really big fupa. Boy, I. You got to watch this video because like trying to figure out what folds go to what body part, it's impossible. It looks like she has testicles. She's kind of lying on her side, I think. Her stomach fat has flopped over and then she's got another big pouch, which I guess is her fupa. Look how massive it is. It's big. It's so, so big. Isn't that hot? 
guys. Uh, the thing is, like, when she's playing with her fupa, she's kind of like using both of her or her hands to flip it up. You can see where her pussy hole would be, and the fupa is acting like a a cover. It drapes down far below the pubic area. That short clip is uh, all e-fucked provided of Massively Sweet, so I had to do some research on my own. I found some additional clips from her. People that are into SSBBWs, they can't be into sex like normal people are. You know, like normal guys are like, yeah, I want to fuck her pussy. I can't, I want to eat her out. I want to fuck that pussy. I want to tongue fuck it. And then I want to jam my dick in her hole. I'm assuming that's what guys say about women, right? Penis, vagina. Those are the two big areas that you need for sex. And that's one to grow on. In case you didn't know. But when it comes to someone as massive, as massively sweet, there's no way a normal guy could even find her cunt. You know, for them, it must just be like touching the fatness, rubbing their hands on the belly, rubbing their dicks on the belly, fupa play. That's what lovers of SSBBW are getting off to, right? Uh, They requested Massively Sweet just film herself standing up. That's the kind of content they want on her OnlyFans. Just walk up, you know, stand up with your cane or walker, whatever assistive apparatus you need, and then just take a few steps. We want to see you waddle. They're paying $30 a month for her OnlyFans, and this is what they're requesting. Not like, you know, spread open your legs. I want to see your big fat pussy. Bend over. I want to I want to see your, you know, your asshole, your dirty asshole. You know, like that. That's how you get your money's worth. In my opinion, if you ain't seeing pussy hole or ass, you getting ripped off. And that's one to grow on. I'm teaching you guys so much today. By the way, I love that this is our big Christmas show. Last episode of DV before the holidays. All right, so um, I've got a clip here of Massively Sweet standing up. Hey, guys. Massively Sweet here. And today, I'm going to do a mobility video completely naked. This is the first time I've ever heard the term mobility video used in porn. This is just a world I don't understand. Because it's been requested by quite a few of you guys, actually, so... I thought, you know, I'll just do it. Yeah, got to pay the bills, right? Now, okay, she's naked. That's something, but you're not going to see anything because, again, her fat, like her stomach, when she stands up, goes all the way down to her knees. Like her belly button reaches her kneecap. So, here we go. (laughs) Getting up off my wheelchair. Oh, that's hot. Okay. She is able to take a few steps with great strain, great effort. She's a bit wobbly. She's literally, she literally took 10 steps. She's totally out of breath. She's like, okay, got to turn around. Now I got to go back. <laughs> Just listen to her breathing as she plops back down into her wheelchair. Got me completely out of breath. That's her exercise for the day. (sighs) Well, guys, that was me walking. (laughs) Someone get her some oxygen. You know she has a mask somewhere. A little longer. And as you guys can see, I'm so out of breath. Time for lunch, right? Guys absolutely love this. 
That's a massive whale right there, says Andy. I was hard three seconds into the video. Traveler XXX says, I need to sperm her hot fat cunt. This is my dream girl, Vision Quest 45 says, I would love to care for her, lick her pussy, and asshole all day. Now, there are videos of Massively Sweet, uh, like, pleasuring herself with a vibrator. Again, you can't see anything, though. Oh, oh, I don't even know where that oh, vibrator oh, is sticking. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. It's not that long of a vibrator, and it's, like, sticking. It's, it's peeking out of her fupa, so I don't think it's anywhere near her, her real pussy. Yeah. Don't let those oh. moans fool you. Those aren't sex noises. She's eating a Philly cheesesteak. That's what's really giving her pleasure here. Anyway, for this and more of the worst of OnlyFans, check out E Fucked. He's always doing good work over there. And finally, before we get into the news today, I've told you guys in the past that I get a kick out of watching those video game trailer reaction videos, especially when it comes to like iconic series. You know, when they released uh, the, the new Legend of Zelda trailer before it came out. Just seeing people watch it and get excited live on stream. It was kind of cool. It's kind of fun, but it's also a bit cringe-inducing in some cases. Many cases. Ultimately, I don't know where I land on these things. I like seeing the sheer joy that people are expressing, but sometimes it's a bit too much. Also, these people know they're on camera, you know, so they have a tendency to overreact. And I can spot that shit a mile away. Uh, Here's a guy reacting to an announcement regarding Smash Brothers. You know, that uh, Nintendo fighting game. A while back, they introduced um, uh, a a new fighter, Banjo-Kazooie, the the old uh, Nintendo 64 character. They haven't been around in a while. I think uh, Banjo-Kazooie is now owned by Microsoft. So they don't really make appearances on Nintendo games, but uh, I guess Nintendo made an agreement with Microsoft and they're like, okay, yeah, you can include Banjo-Kazooie in your uh, Smash Brother game. And this is that announcement. Wait. At first you just see some Donkey Kong characters. Wait. Hey, Rold. <gasps> no! A little gold piece just flies across the screen. It's like a piece of a jigsaw puzzle or something. I guess that was a big clue because this guy loses his mind. No! 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 That was a jiggy! That was a jiggy! I'm so sorry. I didn't realize it's a jiggy. Are you kidding? Oh my god! So there's an outline. (laughs) He's screaming like a girl. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) There's like an outline of uh, what looks to be Banjo-Kazooie, but there's going to be a fake out here. (laughs) Instead, it's just the duck hunt dog holding a duck. And then the streamer looks sad. <laughs> they tricked me! But no, it actually really is Banjo-Kazooie. This is a grown-ass man, by the way. He's got a beard and everything. It's not like a 12-year-old. And that noise you're hearing, that's not one of the video game characters. That's, that's him. 
That's the streamer. Oh my god! 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 This guy is getting way more pleasure out of seeing Banjo-Kazooie than massively sweet got with that vibrator stuck in her fupa. She was just like, eh, eh, yeah. This guy's like, oh my god! Oh, it's so good! Oh my god! Oh, oh, my, god. oh my god! Oh my god! It's in the wind! It's yeah. in the wind! Fuck that boy pussy! It's in the wind! I hope he's playing up for the camera. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm making fun of an autistic person here. <laughs> Again, I you know I don't want to make fun of him because it seems to be uh, making him very happy. But dude, calm the fuck down a little. Let's put this all in perspective. I'm living. Yeah, he keeps saying I'm living. I'm living. Maybe he's trying to say I'm stimming. I am freaking living right now. That's like an autistic term, right? <laughs> yeah, so Banjo... No freaking way! Made it into Smash. This happened a few years ago. No freaking way! Way. I've never been more happy. It's coming this fall! I'm not going to say anything else. I'm just going to let this guy be happy. Let me just look at the comments. I want to make sure I'm not the asshole. This looks fun, someone said. Uh, oh my God, oh my God, I'm living. Okay, yeah. I would prefer it if you would be quiet. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, gentlemen, if we can weaponize the damn thing, autism. Okay. Other comments include, God, he is annoying. My God, dude, chill out. A lot of comments in the chill out slash you're annoying genre, I guess. Okay, so I'm not the asshole here. Everyone had the same thought as me. Uh, well, there you go. Just someone very excited about uh, Super Smash Brothers. No one's allowed to have fun. I must mock anyone who seems to be having a good time, apparently. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up, who's all right? Nope. If you're not yet a Sideshow member, now is the time to sign up. Holiday deals are still active, but not for much longer. Grab a $6 monthly membership or $60 yearly. We even have lifetime memberships on sale. Check out the website, superfreaksideshow.com right now. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. When you sign up, you'll get a password-protected RSS feed that works with most podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts. Most of the big ones there. Your password-protected RSS feed will include all of the uh, exclusive programs and all of the free episodes all on one convenient feed. That's pretty cool. Again, check out SuperFreakSideshow.com. Now, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right inside those apps on your mobile phone. Just load up Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You'll see where you can uh, sign up. Just follow the links. Follow the instructions. A couple seconds later, boom, you'll see the uh, exclusive episodes right alongside the free episodes. Pretty cool. For more information, check out distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. A couple other ways to help support the program out. We've got the Distorted View store. It's open. It's chock full of merchandise. Now, if you order, uh, you're not going to get your stuff before Christmas. I can guarantee that. So, in order to sweeten the pot, how about 20% off your order? Just remember to use coupon code CAT. C-A-T. I'm making it very easy for you. 
As long as you spend $20, you can use that promo code and get 20% off. Not a bad deal at all. The store is conveniently located at distortedview.com. One final way to help us out, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. I urge you, though, to pledge at least five because then you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first at the end of the show. If you use the regular voicemail line, I'll get around to playing your calls, but I'm a few months behind. So if you want to jump the line, jump the queue, uh, you know, pledge five bucks over there, patreon.com slash view. And thank you so much to all of my patrons. And of course, you Sideshow members. You're the reason I'm able to continue doing this thing. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, we've got a story from Oregon here in a twist straight out of a mystery novel. Patton Middle School experienced a heart-pounding moment when a supposed hand grenade turned out to be something far less sinister. It's going to be a sex toy, right? My money's on butt plug. Show me butt plug. All right. Uh, yes, a supposed hand grenade turned out to be something far less sinister. The drama unfolded on a seemingly ordinary Monday when a mysterious object spotted on the school's grass field near the track sparked an intense response. McMinnville police, alerted to the potential danger, rushed to the scene at around 10.35 a.m., securing the area with swift precision. The school, buzzing with the day's usual activities, suddenly found itself at the center of a potential crisis. They were afraid the whole place was going to blow up, right? Students were quickly safeguarded inside the building by the vigilant staff. Is that the best place to be if there's, like, a bomb nearby or grenade? I mean, I guess it was far enough away that the grenade was not going to damage the building, but still. The police, in a bid to unravel the mystery, deployed their advanced drone technology. You could just say drone, because what they did was they just took pictures of the suspicious object, a feature all drones have, really. Yes, using the sophisticated police drone technology. It was a DJI Mini. And buy him for $200 at Target. Anyway, tension hung in the air as the Oregon State Police Bomb Squad was consulted, and all eyes were on the potentially dangerous find. Now here comes the unexpected twist, which you guys were all expecting because I said it at the top of the story. So the, the expected twist was uh, the so-called grenade was actually a harmless dog waste bag dispenser. It was chock full of plastic bags... You pull out of the grenade to collect dog shit, basically. It was cleverly designed to mimic the appearance of a grenade. This revelation brought a wave of relief, dissipating the cloud of anxiety that loomed over the school. Wow, this story is written like a spy novel or something. The cloud of anxiety was dissipated. It was looming over the school. All right. The dispenser was uh, swiftly removed and normalcy returned to school grounds. Throughout the ordeal, the school remained a bastion of calm, thanks in part to Lori Fry, spokesperson for the McMinnville School District. Yeah, she had a lot to do with this. Oh, I'm sure she was instrumental during this crisis. All she really did was craft a uh, statement at the end to calm parents down. You know what I mean? All right. She said uh, no students were in harm's way during the incident, she assured commending the school staff for their cautious approach and the police for their rapid and effective response. The story goes on, but I got to tell you, it was, it's really annoyingly written. This journalist is looking for a fucking Pulitzer Prize or something for a story about dog shit bags. Oh, I went on Amazon and I actually found the uh, the product here. It's called 
The Bad Dog Gang Tactical Poop Bag Holder Dispenser includes metal carabiner. For $15.95, it can be yours. According to the description, this fake grenade will complete the bad dog look for any dogs on a walk and ready for duty when the bombs come. Clip this dummy grenade to the leash collar or vest and you complete the military survival tactical look. If that's what you're going for. I had to see what else Bad Dog Gang was selling for animals. They've got a roadkill lick mat, complete with fake blood. They've got a squirrel plushie from their Overkill series, complete with fake blood and gunshots. They've also got some apparel for human beings that are uh, dog-related. For instance, here's a just a, a simple black t-shirt uh, that says, My dog is radicalized. She likes guns, coffee, freedom, and America. Wow. These are some very specific products. The grenade dog shit bag thing, though, is pretty cool. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. This one also comes from Oregon and a shocking turn of events. Let's see if uh, this news story is kind of overselling the drama. Like the first news story was like straight out of a mystery novel. Okay, calm down. Now we've got a shocking turn of events in this news story. In a shocking turn of events, a deputy from the Yamhill County Sheriff's Office in Oregon has been formally charged following a series of disturbing allegations. My favorite type of allegations. The deputy, identified as David Richard Mills, is facing 12 charges related to multiple incidents, including exposing himself... I like that. Keep going. Uh, Yes, exposing himself and engaging in sex acts, some of which were allegedly performed in his patrol car. The charges against Mills, as detailed in court documents, span from 2022 to 2023. The charges include official misconduct, public indecency, disorderly conduct, and abuse of venerated objects. One particularly egregious allegation is that Mills, 36, posted explicit photos and videos on X-rated and OnlyFans websites, some of which involved him masturbating in his patrol car and subsequently sharing the footage online. Now, look, I don't have some sort of policeman fetish. That's not something I, like, ever got into. But I'm going to need to see those videos. You know, I'm just trying to compile the facts here. Facts. I'm trying to compile all the facts. Freudian slip. Guys, it's called journalism. Grow up. This isn't some salacious thing. But yes, where is his OnlyFans? I need his account name. Thank you. Anyway, uh, a report from Fox 12 News revealed another disturbing claim. Ooh, the hits keep coming. (laughs) Mills is accused of masturbating into a water bottle uh belonging to another individual allegedly intending for that person to consume it. Like, was that other person aware? Because then it goes from being a crime to just being hot, you know? I want to drink your fluids. Who said that? That's a famous quote. I want your fluids. Yeah, it's a famous quote by me. I have to assume that he, the other person knew because he shared a video of this act online. Uh, you know, otherwise he'd just be like filming himself doing crimes. Adding to the list of offenses, Mills is said to have posted a photo on April 2nd, 2023, where he exposed himself while in uniform. Another incident involved him allegedly exposing himself inside the sheriff's office on August 6, 2023. Mills was apprehended on December 17th and uh, processed at the Yamhill County Courthouse. Yamhill or Yamhill, I don't know. Under the conditions of his release agreement, as per the judge's orders, Mills is prohibited from appearing in public or online while wearing any law enforcement insignia. 
Benton County District Attorney John Haroldson emphasized the gravity of the situation, acknowledging the high standards the community holds for public safety professionals and the seriousness with which breaches of professionalism are taken. In response to these alarming allegations, Yamhill County Sheriff's Office has confirmed that Mills, the deputy implicated in the content, has been placed on administrative leave. Final story we have for you today. You know, we play tons of audio clips of airplane freakouts here in the United States. I'm relieved to tell you that this is not just a problem here in the United States. It's a worldwide issue. I thought this might have something to do with the mental health crisis in the United States. It's manifesting itself during air travel scenarios, but turns out everyone in the world has gone fucking crazy. On a Jetstar flight departing from the Gold Coast to Melbourne, Australia, a 52-year-old passenger has been charged with several offenses following an incident involving inappropriate and disruptive behavior. The man is accused of vaping on the aircraft, which you can't do. Uh, he, he vaped before it took off. Then uh, that led to a confrontation when the cabin crew intervened and asked him to desist. The situation escalated, though, when the man reportedly attempted to use the toilet. I mean, he was heading to the little restroom on the plane. I don't know why he stopped and then decided to lower his shorts and piss all over the vacant seats behind him. That's what he ended up doing. He's probably just upset about the vaping thing still. That's exactly what happened. He urinated on the unaccompanied seats behind him. This alarming behavior forced the flight to return to the terminal, where federal police were summoned to remove and arrest the individual. This is like the third or fourth time someone has just, like, pissed on the seats of a plane recently. The seats are, like, in the middle of the aisle. One woman did that. Like, I don't know if this is a copycat crime. People are being taught this is just what you do when you're unhappy with service. You just whip your dick out and start whizzing all over the place. Yeah, this will show them my displeasure. Gold Coast Airport Commander Superintendent Josh Kinghorn expressed his shock and condemnation of the passenger's actions. Quote, the AFP has zero tolerance for such bad behavior at airports. This incident starkly illustrates how the actions of one person can significantly affect others. Engaging in activities like smoking a vape and urinating on a seat is not just repugnant, but it also endangers the safety and comfort of fellow passengers. Kinghorn stated, The man now faces several charges, including offensive or disorderly behavior on an aircraft. These charges come with a maximum penalty of a whopping $10,000. He's scheduled to appear in court in February to address the charges. Kinghorn used this incident as a stern warning to other travelers this holiday season. Yeah, we're just getting started, baby. This weekend is like the most stressful time to travel, so I just can't wait for more airplane freakout stories in the coming days and weeks. Anyway, Kinghorn used this incident as a stern warning to other travelers during the holiday season, emphasizing that such reprehensible actions will not be tolerated. He assured that measures would be taken to hold the individual accountable, underscoring the commitment to maintaining a safe and respectful environment at airports. Yeah, okay, good luck with that. We'll see how that goes. Uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of ya. 
Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Uh, we're going to check in with a few patrons here. Uh, yes, caller. Don't you just love when you strike your balls and you take a big deep whip with your own scent? I'm I'm sorry. What what was that? Are you smelling your balls? And you take a big deep whip with your own scent. It's so damn satisfying. Oh, you scratched your balls and then you like smelled your fingers. Ever, you ever uh, you ever scratch Lord Deuce's balls and take a big deep whip? No. While you're down there. Look, I'm not some sort of sniff freak. By the way, a listener uh, purchased a sniff freak T-shirt. And then uh, posted a picture of it on Twitter. I, I retweeted it. Uh, what they did was they put the, the shirt on their dog, which makes total sense because dogs are sniff freaks, right? I don't know why I didn't think of that. It would make a great uh, product for, you know, like the dog clothing, sniff freak dog shirts, right? So I think I'm going to do that. Plus, I think pe- more people would end up buying a sniff freak shirt for their pet, <laughs> than they would wear themselves. They don't want to walk around labeling themselves as some sort of weird, perverted sniff freak. Again, for a dog, though, it makes total sense. So uh, whoever tweeted that, um, get in contact with me. I'd like to send you the first uh, sniff freak pet shirt uh, free of charge, just because you kind of gave me the idea for it. You'll be my guinea pigs. We'll see how how well these things work out. Uh, So, yeah, get in contact with me, or I'll, I'll try to track you down on Twitter. All right, uh, is that all the voicemails we have? Oh, no. <laughs> we just, we're just getting started. Hey, Boo, back and come here. Long-time caller, first-time listener. Uh, hey, uh, you remember uh, Con Tusion, the uh, director? Oh, yeah. Uh, you should look into what's been going on with him, because uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to jail. I completely forgot that his dir- director name was Contusion. <laughs> for uh, a few years, uh, and we're not going to see anything from him. Again, honestly, I haven't seen much from him lately. And whatever is, does anyone know Contusion's real name? <laughs> I'd like to look up some more of his uh, material. Up should be saved. Uh... <laughs> okay, all right. thank you, thank you very much. He's gooning at the end of that voicemail. Hey, there, Sam, this is Lex L E X, thirteen-year listener, hey, finally Lex. a lifetime freak. Now that I'm in a stable career with hey! all my debts paid off. Hey, congratulations! Not just on becoming a, a lifetime sideshow member, but uh, getting your shit together, getting a career, no debt. Uh, I had four things I wanted to say. First, You're doing better than me, my friend. <laughs> Last week, you were talking about how someone should fashion a solution for your toenails and fingernails turning into dangerous projectiles when you clip them. Yeah! I already have a simple fix for that, which no one seems to realize. All you do is clip your nails after a shower or a bath or whatever. Oh, yeah. Your nails are going to be warm, soggy, and bendy. (laughs) And they'll gently fall off when you clip them. Uh, Two... I like the idea of creating a product, though, that will make me millions. You asked the other day why so many Florida stories come from St. Petersburg. As a transplant Florida man from California, I can tell you it's because St. Pete is Florida's equivalent to San Francisco. Very metro, very crazy, and very, very gay. Pride parades and gay clubs included. That's so funny. I don't know any of that. Unlike Frisco, though, it's actually pretty fun to go to. Hmm. Uh, three. What you're saying is um, St. Petersburg is a better time than San Francisco. 
You had some. That is a hot take, I think. Callers chiming in about how chess is a five-letter word from like four months ago. <laughs> yeah. And I say you were in fact absolutely right. It is a four-letter word because while it is five letters long, that's not what you said. It only uses four letters of the English yes. alphabet. Yes. I think four- someone else once made that same point. So there's there's two good defenses I can go with. I can go with uh, well, there's technically only four different letters in chess. C, H, E, and S, right? Or the other defense, which I really like, is someone pointed out that uh, when you go by the the real way of counting, one, two, levenge, three, four. Chess only has four letters. You just have to include levenge. Or it is a four. Levenge, of course, for those of you who are new to the program, get ready for pros- possibly the dumbest thing you've ever heard. I discovered a whole number between two and three. I named it Levenge. The mathematics community has not embraced it yet, but I'm, I'm working them over. Long, that's not what you said. It only uses four letters of the English alphabet. Right. Therefore, yeah. it is a four-letter word. In so many ways, I was right. In only one way, I was wrong. <laughs> uh, lastly, it's rare that anything even makes me chuckle or crack a smile these days, but you and your show regularly have me in literal tears, oh. and I need that in my life. So I genuinely mean thank you so much. Sounds like that stable career of yours is a real downer. <laughs> and I need that in It's life-sucking. My life. Soul-sucking. So I genuinely mean thank you so much for everything that you do. It's had such a positive impact on me for over a decade now. Oh, I'll see you later. That is one of the nicest things someone has said in a very long time. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Hey, Jim. My pleasure, by the way. Especially now that you're a lifetime member. Keep, Although you're not going to be forking over that cash anymore. Hey, <laughs> so Jim. You're dead to me. <laughs> I have no use for you. Hey, Jim. Uh, Sideshow member. Lifetime. $20 Patreon. Oh, my God. Uh, now, this guy, even though he's a lifetime member, he's still forking over $20 a month. Now, this is a freak. Honest Dave here. Um, I was wondering, do you ever take Lord Douche with you to Ashtabula? For- Lord Douche has not yet been up to Ashtabula. There's been a few times when he almost came. Now he's 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 met my family. They've they've come down family. to Columbus and you know stuff like that. But um, no, not yet. Man. And then um, Christmas is especially difficult. I, and I mentioned this on the show. You know, we are weird Italians that eat a lot of fish. I guess on Christmas, and you know, Lord Douche with the smells, he can't handle that. Or do you ever go to Lord Douche's family stuff? And if if so, are you a giant white man in their presence? Yes. And do they all ask you to do their returns as well? Do they ask me to do their retards? <laughs> I don't know what that means. They, no one has asked me to do retards. This might be one of those things where I like I listen back to the show after I've posted it and I'll totally understand what he said. But right now, I it I can't get it. I listened to it a few times. I'm like, I don't understand what he's saying there. But everyone in my family that has met Lord Douche uh, really likes him, including my uh, my sister's friend. One time they came down and we had a very fun weekend and stuff. Um, Lord Douche loves her. 
he gets along with everyone. You know, he's pretty uh, laid back in that sense. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. As you can see, I have a, a really big fupa. Read the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, again, uh, I want to wish you a, a Merry Christmas. If you celebrate it, a happy whatever other holiday you may be partaking in or not partaking in. I think I covered all the bases there. If it's not going to be a holiday for you, have a great weekend. New episodes will return midweek, right? Because Monday is Christmas. Tuesday, I'll be driving home. So Wednesday, we'll be back with a new episode of DV for everyone. Oh, someone requested this. Uh, They wanted to hear my version of Ave Maria, which isn't specifically a Christmas song, but apparently it's, uh, it's associated with Christmas due to the religious themes and you know the way i sing it is very festive so uh, we're gonna leave you with my version of ave maria i will see you back next week until then bye everybody Scribe.net.